0: Good afternoon. My name is George, and this is the Place Your Name Here Podcast, episode two. My email is placeyournameherepodcast Here Podcast at Gmail.com. My Twitter is at DryPena. D-R-I-B-E-P-A-U-T. At Dry Peanut. Man, I got a lot for y'all today. A lot. Oh man. Uh, Here's a story for y'all. Black couple uses housing law to sue. Gainesville, Georgia. If any of y'all don't know what Gainesville is, that's over Atlanta, I think, north of Atlanta, I think. Signing a sliver of civil rights era legislation more commonly used as a protection against discriminatory landlords, a black couple is suing their former neighbor in a North City. They say failed to stop him from harassing them. Man. Um, Georgia and Sophia Bond say the slurs and threats begun the day they moved. Um, into the Brick Ranch rental home in a well-kept neighborhood in Gainesville, Georgia, northeast of Atlanta. I got some audio, so I'm going to go ahead and play this audio real quick and let y'all hear what's going on, which is messed up. Uh, man, why does this do it to me all the time?
1: Why'd you call them that? Well, they oh, sit out here acting fool, you know. Oh man.
0: This former we'll city start worker over.
2: has shouted racial slurs. but six. A man is accused of targeting his neighbors with racial slurs.
1: Why'd you call them that? Well, they're sitting out here acting fool, you know.
2: Neighbors say this former city worker has shouted racial slurs at them for years. Now they're filing a lawsuit. Only Channel 2 Action News spoke with the family and the neighbor today. Channel 2's investigative reporter Mark Winnie is live in Gainesville. And, Mark, this family says they became so afraid they moved.
1: Yeah, and attorney Ashley Bell uh, tells us the worst of this happened to tour-
0: So the, what they beat out? they called. he called his neighbor a porch monkey <laughs> in front of everybody, even the cameras and everything.
1: <laughs> Three. Years ago, and at one point, the SWAT team was called after Roy H. Turner Jr. pointed a loaded gun toward his neighbors. He says that led to misdemeanor probation, and the neighbor family decided they needed to take additional legal steps this time with a lawsuit. I said that poor word. I've- used it before. He called me a porch. Why'd you call him that? Well, they sitting out here acting fool, you know. How about I even pulled the gun on them, man? it's acting crazy out there.
3: He has pulled out a loaded shotgun on my husband while my children were there. My main focus on my children and their safety.
0: Man, these people are better than me because, um, my attitude had been so high I probably went after them. Man, that's crazy. Damn. We
1: have relocated from Gainesville. Lawyer Ashley Bell says their legal team headed into the Hall County Courthouse to file suit in behalf of a family he says was driven from the house they were renting because of racial slurs slung by and the gun pulled by their former neighbor, Roy H. Turner Junior. He says Gregory Bond shot video of one ramped. What you know it slips out at times. Do uh, you owe them an apology for that? Yes, yeah, sir. I do. We've had a black family who lives in Gainesville, forced out of Gainesville, having to move out of town because of horrendous racial intimidation, slurs. The suit's against Turner and the city of Gainesville. The suit says he worked for the city's Solid Waste Department, that Sophia Bonds contacted the city on numerous occasions to report Turner's behavior. and suggests the city refused to. to prevent Turner from abusing the family. What? Continue to work for the city well after...
0: Now, I used to work for Waste Management, and, man, anything that... If anybody called in on us about anything, man, we got in so much trouble. So, this people called on him for calling them a nigger and porch monkey? Man, I don't see how the fuck he even kept his job. These incidents occur, you know, Mr. Turner. Turner. I mean, man, I got called in for fucking leaving paper on the fucking road, and he's allowed to even just spew all this bullshit out of his mouth. Man, it's crazy.
1: Tired now, but well, before he retired, he years wreaking havoc on a family that didn't do anything. An attorney who told us he formerly represented Roy H. Turner Jr. Turner suffered a traumatic brain injury, which undoubtedly influenced whatever happened. And he does not consider him dangerous.
0: So they're gonna try to blame him calling them porch monkeys and niggas and putting shotguns on them. Talk about his brain trauma. Come on, man. You know what? That's that same excuse that they giving that guy up in South Carolina. Or oh, he's not right in here. He's crazy. So that give him an excuse to do what he do. Well, I mean. I couldn't
1: have friends over because they're they get you know angry and stuff at him. I just felt like I wasn't wanted in my own city. Are you a racist? No, not necessarily. I mean, a friend told us that Turner had a bad car wreck in the mid 70s while taking time off from studies at the University of Georgia, and he was in a coma about 16 days. The friend says when the problems with uh, his neighbors occurred, Turner's custom was a couple of mixed drinks at night and since he stopped that turner hasn't had any episodes of meanness that he knows of live in gainesville mark winnie channel 2 action news and mark talk about this
2: they're going up against the city so why do the family's lawyers think that the city is liable for this man's actions
1: my understanding is from uh, joe milfort one of the attorneys that some of these incidents allegedly occurred when uh, Turner was working on one of the city sanitation trucks. Uh, uh, Turner denied that. All
2: right, Mark, you will keep us posted. The story is getting attention right now on our WFC TV Facebook. Oh, man,
0: that's some crazy, crazy shit, man, that they really basically let this man get away with. <laughs> man, how, how could you even get away with putting a gun on somebody? Man. Man, let's just, let's just let me just say this right here. Let's just say my neighbor, white guy, I don't like. So I go in the closet, get the shotgun, pull the shotgun out on him, and start calling "cracker ass, cracker." What do you think the police is gonna do to me? Uh, y'all don't. Eat, oh man, you don't even know. And the police had to go in this guy's house. Man, and they had a standoff in his house. I mean, they had to go in there and get him out. He wouldn't even come out the house. Man. Man. Oh my God. Roy Turner Jr., the white neighbor who worked for the city's solid waste department, verbally assaulted them whenever he saw them outside, including sometimes while he was working. The couple continues. He also sometimes walked and made sounds like an ape when he saw them. The Bond family asserts in a lawsuit filed last month against the Turner and the City. Turner told the Associated Press he wasn't aware of the lawsuit, but that he never threatened anyone. I said, Porsche Monkey, he said with a chuckle, man. On April 19, 2012, Turner and Gregory Bonds exchanged words outside before Turner went into his house and reappeared at the back door with a loaded rifle that he pointed at Gregory Bonds, the couple told police. After a standoff lasting several hours, officers entered the home and forcibly removed Turner using a stun gun on him when he refused to obey the commands. police report says. Turner pleaded guilty a month later to a misdemeanor disorderly conduct charge. The judge ordered him to pay $200 and to serve 12 months of probation. Man, fuck that. Oh, my God, man. Man, I can't believe they let this man get away with that. Damn. Man, it just seemed like, man, pull a gun out on. him. Well, you know, I guess I had a cracker crumble. I mean, the cookie crumble. God damn, boy. Some fuck shit right there. I mean, what do you got to do to go to jail in that situation? I mean, they went in his house. He was having a standoff. And they couldn't get him out the house. They had to go in there and fucking, they stunned him with a fucking stun gun. Not shooting in the house with a fucking stun gun. Man, I wish I could be a better person, man. Because that was me. If that was my neighbor, I probably would have been in jail, lost my job, lost my house, lost everything. Because my tolerance for that bullshit is real, real low. I mean, think about it. Just picture it. Black man in his house, standoff with the police. (laughs) That shit is not going to come out like this shit just did. I can tell you that for sure. Man, poor old crazy white man. That's why they trying to sell it to you. Oh man. Oh man. And he was the buck fucking mayor's buddy, dog. Gainville mayor Danny. They, they grew up together, and he helped take care of him. I guess after he had a car accident. Oh man. Come on, dude. How y'all let this man get away with this shit? But I can see why, cause that's his, the mayor's buddy. So. Man, I guess that shit is what it is. You know, if that would be anybody else, they would have been thrown under jail for that bullshit right there. Oh, man. Uh, Turner was in a car crash in the 1970s that left him with a traumatic brain injury that caused mental impairment. How the fuck he had mental impairment, but he's able to work? I mean, I understand that some people don't be right all the time, but it's like they try to make him seem like he was crazy as fuck or something, man. His behavior said Dugan, the mayor who grew up with Turner, and said he n- never knew him to be violent. A group of friends watches out for Turner and helps him live as independently as possible. Two of them told Warder before t- Turner's what a detectives the uh, cognitive disconnect when speaking to Turner but she said she still believed Turner was capable of controlling himself Woodard said she believed the city police handled him properly sending in a SWAT team and using force to arrest him. God damn right they handled him properly. They should have handled him with a couple of holes in his ass motherfucking having to stand off with the police. Come on man man some stuff you just can't make up Man, like this story I'm about to read you right now. <laughs> Ohio attorney accused of using hypnosis to have sex with women. Yeah, man. First of all, I'm not even a big believer in hypnosis. Man sound like he runs a strong game on or something man ah <laughs> oh, man the Lorraine county bar association says a woman came to sheffield village police department in september and told investigators that her attorney michael fine had allegedly hypnotized her in order to perform sexual acts during meetings at his office to discuss a custody dispute the woman now known that jane doe number one did not recall what happened in the meeting but felt strongly there had been sexual conduct without her consent. She eventually wore a hinted camera and microphone that the Bar Associates Association says confirmed that Fine was using hypnotic techniques. Man. Man, what the fuck, he's a magician or something? Bar Association attorney Chris Cook told Fox 8 even a layperson could recognize that what appears to be going on is some hypnotic trance. Things that you might associate with that such a continued backwards relaxation technique, breathing techniques, focusing on colors, what are called code words I had come to learn. Oh, so you knew hypnosis too? Man, I didn't know that shit was like out there like that. Oh, man, some shit.
3: The Lorraine County Bar Association says a woman now known as Jane Doe No. 1 came to the Sheffield Village Police Department in September with an incredible story that her attorney, Michael Fine, had allegedly hypnotized her in order to perform sexual acts during meetings at his office to discuss a custody dispute. The woman did not recall what happened (laughs) in the meetings but felt strongly there had been sexual conduct without her consent. She eventually wore a hidden camera and microphone.
0: And they had like the one of the little hidden, like, the little spiral shits that it like, I guess, like, if you look at it, it's supposed to hypnotize you. <laughs> Coming up on the screen, man. Damn.
3: Phone that the Bar Association says confirmed that Fine was using hypnotic techniques. Even a layperson could could recognize that what appears to be going on is some hypnotic trance, things that you might associate with that, such as counting backwards, relaxation techniques, breathing techniques. Uh, focusing on colors, um, what are called code words, I've come to learn. The Bar Association says in one of the sexually charged conversations with Jane Doe number 1, Michael Fine told her that their conversations were, quote, private conversations between us, nobody else, just us, right? And that she is, quote, being made love to by the world's greatest lover.
0: What the the world's greatest lover? Man, I don't believe it. Why would he even come out his mouth with that if she's hypnotized. All he got to do is just hypnotize, I guess do his thing, whatever the fuck that shit is.
3: The Bar Association says a second woman, now known as Jane Doe No. 2, later came forward and reported that Fine had also hypnotized her for the purposes of sexual contact, while representing her in the dissolution of her marriage. After investigating the two complaints, the bar filed an emergency motion with the Ohio Supreme Court, Asking the court to suspend Michael Fine's license to practice law. He appears to be extremely adept at this process, this practice.
0: Obviously, he could get fucking two. I mean, that shit seemed hard as hell to do. I'm pretty sure he's pretty good at it by now. You might got a fucking long screen of women that don't even remember this shit happen. Talking about he's. <laughs>
3: man. And uh, the Bar Association was extremely concerned that uh, with this kind of ability, um, not only could it be going on with others, it could have gone on in the past, but most importantly, uh, we don't want it to go on in the future. Among the
0: dist- Man, this man got these fucking superhero powers and using that shit to rape women. <laughs> and That's some fucked up shit right
3: there, man. allegations now being investigated that Michael Fine used the hypnosis on his clients inside conference rooms here at the Lorraine County Justice Center. The counsel for the Bar Association says he's aware that many people are skeptical about the effectiveness of hypnosis after consulting with a leading authority in the field, has concluded that Michael Fine's expertise enabled him to violate the trust his clients had placed in him. From what I've seen in the expert report that I read from our, from our psychiatrist and the cases I've seen, um, I don't think, in my personal opinion, that there's any question that, that hypnosis, the use of hypnosis, is real and it can be used for an immoral, illegitimate and um, a very dark purpose. Wow. Man.
0: God damn, I don't even know what to say about that shit right there. It's saying right here that he has been charged with rape of the two women, so at least he ain't get away with that shit. I know some stupid motherfuckers they don't, they're gonna try to be like, well, hypnosis ain't real, and he was able to use it on a girl, and it, 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 it can't be hypnosis. They're probably going to say the girls knew what they were doing. You know, I bet you there's a lot of people that saying, too, that he ain't doing nothing wrong. Because, basically, he was just talking to him And he talked to them into having sex with him. But, man, if, if, it, if you could really hypnotize a motherfucker, then, man, he should go to jail, man. For a long time. You know, I don't know what type of trickery he was using. But, damn... Wow, man. I guess he's the motherfucking rapist version of the Doctor Strange. Man, use your paws for good, man. Be out there raping women and shit. Violent altercation at Oakland Whole Foods. Witness a black customer bloody after attempting to buy groceries with the EBT card. The Whole Food Market near Lake Merritt in Oakland was the site of a bloody altercation between a security guard and a black customer last night, according to a witness at the, at the Whole Food Store. Facebook user, oh shit, this picture, oh man, this is him? Man, this dude laying on the ground bleeding with his fucking pants down, his head to the ground, blood all on the fucking ground, and he just laying there. Damn. Facebook user Zomark shared three graphic photos of the victim of the attack, who she says was trying to buy groceries with his EBT car and end up in a stretcher. I just saw a young man violently assaulted by an armed security guard at Whole Foods, slammed repeatedly against concrete pillars, put in a chokehold, restrained and suffocated until he was thrown face down on the pavement, unconscious. The guard locked him out of the store despite the fact he was immobile, not a single employee called the paramedics. She added, I'm sorry for more graphic images on my violence against black citizens, but I was here and spoke to the victim to keep him conscious. Perpetrators, silver bystanders, and cops armed private guards cannot be tolerated in our grocery stores and communities, but this is what they do to paying customers. Mark who appears to be visiting Oakland from Edinburgh, also took to the market jet page to share her account of the incident. It's time to disarm your guards and put customers first. This young man was violently assaulted by an aggressive security guard officer while trying to buy groceries with the EBT. He was slammed against a concrete column repeatedly, placed in a chokehold and then suffocated over his mouth before being thrown. Face first on the pavement in front of his own blood while horrified fellow customers demand called to the paramedics and shout they would never shop at the Whole Foods Oakland again. Oh, man. Employees at the Whole Foods referred us to Whole Foods Corporate Office which, is, which, which responded to query with the following statement also posted on the Whole Foods food book page. Facebook page. Sorry about that. Last night at our Oakland store, there was an altercation that escalated to violence. The graphic images circulated on Facebook and Twitter are disturbing to say at least. Whole Food Market considers the safety and security of all team members, customers, and members of our community a top priority. The security guard involved in, in the incident has been suspended, and we are actively investigating details with our security firm. While we move swiftly to gather fast, we want to make it clear that Whole Foods Market is taking a zero-tolerance approach to the violence. Zoe Marks left this comment in um, the Oakland Tribune. He wasn't shying at anyone. He wasn't violent or disrupted, Mark said of the customer. There was no threat from him to any of the customers or employees. We felt safe until the security guard attacked him. Marshall gave her a statement to the Oakland police, said she watched as the guard slammed the man against a concrete pillar, put him in a chokehold until he passed out and threw him out of the store. No one called for help. They called for backup, she said, of store employees by phone on Friday. They were treating him as a threat as he lay unconscious in his own blood. Um, the Whole Foods spokesperson said the security guard involved with the incident has been permanently removed from the Whole Foods market. And that they had got rid of the security firm and got a new security firm. Now, I think y'all need to Google this story and just check out the pictures of it. Because that shit look fucking sick. He's laying on the ground. I mean, his pants is like to his knees. He got some boxes on and he's bleeding off the top of his head. It's like a pool of blood. He's laying in on the ground. And his face, he's face down just laying there. Yeah, man. Man, he gonna get paid. I mean hell. Uh, man, this nigga gonna get paid, man. God oh, damn, boy. Man, like I said, y'all need to go check that shit out on Google, man. Just look at the pictures, cause he laying down down there like Man, he ain't got no life in him at all. I guess we send our own kids to daycare to become ninjas. Daycare center, staff charged with running Fight Club. Wait, you know what? How do they know that they running Fight Club when the number one rule is, you don't talk about Fight Club? And ain't that the number two rule too? You don't talk about Fight Club? <laughs> well... Two former employees of a daycare center are accused of instaging and encouraging fights among children their last month, even going so far as to describe what the children were doing on playgrounds at Fight Club. Union County Prosecutor Grace H. Parr said that Erica Kenney, 22, of Cranford, New Jersey, and Chanese White, 28, of Rosedale, New Jersey, are charged with 4th degree child abuse and Kenny additionally is charged with 3rd degree endangering the welfare of a child. White and Kenny were charged Friday and Monday respectively, Respectively. And are expected to appear in court for their first appearance Friday. Man, fucking Fight Club kid. Oh. <laughs> huh.
3: CBS 2's Christine's phone live in Cranford with what the daycare is saying tonight. Christine?
4: Maurice, parents entrusted their children to workers at this daycare here in Cranford, New Jersey, but...
0: I mean, man, like, some of this shit, you just can't make up, man. God damn.
4: Two teacher's assistants violated that trust, and tonight they stand accused...
0: Now... Huh, <sighs> me know what? fuck it. God damn.
4: the this daycare to fight for entertainment.
3: Welcome to Fight Club.
4: Investigators say two former daycare workers referenced the movie Fight Club as they encouraged preschoolers and kindergartners to fight each other on the playground at Lightbridge Academy in Cranford, New Jersey. About a dozen children, boys and girls, uh, between the ages of four and six, um, just fighting, throwing each other to the ground, hitting each other. The prosecutor says 22-year-old Erica Kenny, one of the teachers' assistants charged, used the app Snapchat to send clips of the disturbing fight to a group of people the video only lasts 10 seconds then disappears but investigators able to obtain it after someone recorded it
0: Man, how do you get caught on snapchat man that shit don't even supposed to stay up though
5: god dang right. any of
2: these children hurt
4: uh no we don't believe there are any serious injuries at this point but we are still investigating the case. The prosecutor says the former workers, including Shanice White, did it for pure pleasure. White's neighbors stunned.
3: It's unbelievable. No, I don't, God, that's unbelievable.
4: She was very nice, but
5: you don't know anybody, really.
4: The daycare's vice president says Kenny and White were immediately
5: fired. How did no one see that? Again, what we really would like to focus on at this point is that all of the children are safe.
0: Man, them kids were in there getting in, man. I wonder if they were fucking putting money on They had to be putting money on that shit. Because there's no way. I mean, why would the only reason you, would you do that? Oh, yeah. hmm we've actually been in constant communication with our parents.
5: to let them know that we are here to fully
0: support the care and nurturing education now they trying to keep the kids but if that was your kid or you sent your kids to the daycare you find out about this shit would you send your kids back to that daycare hell nah i know know nobody would that shit about to close down they need to close because they could have been the only two people in that fucking daycare too i mean now that's they the only two people that are working in that daycare I mean, this daycare, I'm looking at a lady. She said she's the fucking vice president of the daycare. So you know she's there every day. So I know if you got a vice president of the daycare, then you got, like, it got to be, like, six different teachers working in that daycare at least.
4: Of their children, Dolores Tomas works at another daycare where some of the kids from Lightbridge come to to use the gym. The children come in and hug me, and, and I love
0: them gym man what kind of daycare they say they kids too mad gym god damn gym man they must be spending big bread on them daycares
4: and i i would never think of doing anything bad to them ever they're they're mine for all intents because of- they're all mine we were unable to get comment from the two former workers. Both are scheduled to appear in court on Friday, and the prosecutor says the investigation continues. We're in Cranford, New Jersey. Christine Sloan, CBS 2 News.
3: Okay, Christine, thank you.
0: Oh, man, I wonder if the little kids be coming home with black eyes and their parents be accident. hey, what happened to you? Kids probably tell them, oh, I ran into the monkey bars. I ain't gonna lie, man. I would like to see that shit on Snapchat. I ain't gonna even lie about that shit, man. Little kid, fight club. And you know at that age, man, like, like at that, between that age of four and five and six, that the little girls, they could beat up the little boys. (laughs) Oh, man. Fucking fight club. Hey man, before them kids go back to their school. They better make sure they get that swollen. on. <sighs> Cop fake shootout. Hmm. Look at this shit right here. Cop fake shootout, yeah. Yeah, cruiser, and it's disabled
2: at this time. An intense manhunt for a gunman that shot out of Miller's police officer inside his cruiser, coming to an end, but not with the capture of a suspect. We have determined that the officer's story was fabricated. <sighs>
0: Oh no, a cop lying about shooting? Oh no, no. Oh man. No
3: idea why it was done or why he did it.
2: Bruce Michelli says that officer who's now terminated from the department grew up with his children. Millis police have not released the officer's name pending formal charges and will only say he's a part time officer but sources say he's Brian Johnson of Millis. Nervous and anxious. Michelli says that's how Johnson seemed Wednesday when he stopped by his house to talk about what had happened.
3: I guess he usually stops and asks somebody on the side if they need help. He's going to ask them if they need help, and all of a sudden he said they had two shots coming through his windshield.
0: But this picture that, you know how people be get, like, like like you just come from work and something happened to you at work and you come home and you talk to your neighbor. And you'd be all excited. So this guy, he come on talk to his neighbor. He said, oh, yeah, I just got shot. Yeah, I dodged a bullet. This and that. Yeah, he shot my windows out. I had to duck and die and do a fucking roll on the ground. Oh, man, you should have been. Oh, you should have seen. I was so scared for my fucking life. During the whole fucking time, this man just lied through his fucking teeth. And you believed him.
2: Yeah, I mean, had yeah, no reason not to. He says Johnson felt scared for his life. I said the news said you fired two
3: shots at him, and he said, he says, yeah, he did. He says you never know. He tried to kill me. He's going. That's how. That's how he felt.
2: I like the kid. Yeah, just nice. Like I said, a very nice family. Other neighbors say Johnson lives.
0: Yeah, they always come from nice family.
2: Said this home with his parents, and that they're nothing but nice. We've lived here for 19 years, and it's just a really, really, really
0: and this is the same guy that protects and serve that's supposed to watch your back
2: they're fabulous people they've been wonderful neighbors and i think um, people jump to conclusions very quickly police won't say if johnson admitted to the alleged plot but say ballistics evidence from forest road shows that the shots weren't ever fired by a suspect and that there was never a gunman around town. Johnson allegedly claimed after he was shot at, he crashed his cruiser and then it caught fire. Police won't say whether or not Johnson torched his own cruiser.
0: Oh no! Oh, that's the same exact shit that Seth Rogen did on fucking Superbad when they were playing him and the, what's the dude's name? Um. Uh, Bill hated It was him and Bill Hader with the cops, and they fucking uh, shot up the fucking police car, burnt that bitch up, man. That's the same exact shit. He must be watching that shit right there. Thought he was gonna get away with that shit because they got away with that shit on uh, Superbad. <laughs> and say that
2: is part of the investigation. And no word at this point as to where
0: I mean, that was the same exact shit. If y'all ain't never seen Superbad, that's a funny-ass movie. Go check Superbad out, man. I mean, that's the same exact shit. God, damn
2: Johnson is he is not in custody at this point and millis police are not commenting on a motive for all of this nor his prior.
0: okay so here's my thing with this right here now how is he not in custody yet I mean what's the hold up they got forensics saying that it wasn't a shootout he fucking burnt the car up I'm guessing he must have shot the car, too. So, but he's allowed to walk free. Man. Your
2: job performance. Reporting from Millis, Massachusetts, I'm Catherine Sotnick, NECN.
0: Man, he must have been bored in Massachusetts. They need to do a drug test on his ass. I'm telling you, this is the same as that shit that happened on Superbad. Same exact storyline. He probably had to drive around with a motherfucker. Teenager in the back of the fucking squad car getting drunk and high and shit. Oh, man. You know what? I'm not even mad at that police officer, man. You know, you know... Sometimes you do stupid shit. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck he did, though. He... he. I mean, it's obviously... It's so obvious that he's covering up something. I mean, you don't fucking say that you was in a shootout. Then you fucking... Burn your fucking car up. I mean, he he ain't saying, he ain't admitting to it that he burned his car up, but, I mean, come on, man. He had to burn that motherfucker up, man. I mean, I, damn, I gotta fucking Google this shit and start looking for more shit on this shit, because I can't let this go. Man, I don't know if y'all seen this video that's going around online. It's this lady, she arguing with these two people at this restaurant. And she's really getting I mean just hand it to her man. I'm a, I'm about to play the uh video or uh, video for me, audio for you. Just want you to hear it. If you got it wrong, you know what? Like I'm I'm
5: really glad you two can talk to each other
0: in whatever language it is. Uh the video is it's is this white lady. And she's it's the two Mexican ladies. And I guess she brought like a, um, a, a shish kebab from this restaurant. And they they put green peppers on the shish kebab where they cook them. And she want red peppers on them. ...that you're speaking, but it's really rude. And if you want to be polite to the customer, okay? If you want to, if you want to, hey, if you want to be
5: polite to
0: Okay, so when she did that, that's when one of them should just slap the rhino motherfucking face. I mean, she's, the lady, She being very disrespectful, man. And you
5: speak English to the customer in America. Okay? I mean, did, did y'all just hear that? Let me, hold on, let me rewind this a little bit so you can hear. And if you want to be polite to the customer, okay, if you want to, If you want to, hey, if you want to be polite to the customer, then you speak English to the customer in America, okay? My kids don't eat green things, they eat red peppers, you calm
0: down. I mean, is it really that serious? You know, she gonna get mad over some fucking, don't pick the peppers off, man. I mean, I understand. It' been times that I've been upset that I, I had to go somewhere and I ask for this and they don't give me that. They give me this, and I mean, I be, I be, uh, I, I be upset, but not taking it to this extreme right here. I mean, she's all with the hand slapping shit, all in the people's face and shit. Well, she's not in their face. She she's behind the counter, and the other two girls are behind the counter. Or she's on one side of the counter, and then the two ladies, they stand on the other side of the counter.
5: Okay, usually you make with green pepper. I ordered it with red pepper. What are you going to do about it? You like make you like Okay, well, how long is it going to take? 15 minutes. 15 minutes. I don't have 15 minutes for you not to know English, not to get it right the first time. You get it right the first time. The customer is always right. That's how it works here. You two be rude talking
0: about whatever it is you're talking about and whatever language it is that you're speaking. You know, she just wanted to tell him just right then to go get out of her country, go back home. You know she wanted to say that shit so bad. I'm glad that somebody was videotaping this shit right here, man, because the shit that's about to happen, man, is going to trip me the fuck out or trip you the fuck out.
5: Okay, this is America, and you get it right the first time. You get it right the first time.
0: into the fucking door trying to storm out this shit man god damn that shit was so great man oh my god i mean she just ran right into that fucking door she got everything she fucking deserved just there, man i wish her fucking tooth would have fell out oh my god and she kind of tried to play the shit off oh man get it
5: right the first time you get it right the first time Get it right the first time. Get it right the first time,
0: okay? Oh, man. Oh, my God. Damn it, man. Woo, boy. I just wanted to end the show on a laugh. Man, that shit was funny as hell. (sighs) Oh, man. Woo, man. That was... eh. I'm going to try to do two podcasts a week. You know, I got to find the time to do it. I like doing this. I actually, I, I really love doing this. Uh, my Twitter is at Dry Peanut. D R I V E P N U T. My email is place your name here podcast at gmail.com. Again, it's place your name here podcast at gmail.com. Feel free to get in contact with me anytime. You know, I answer your emails. I answer your Twitter. You know, just 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 hit me up. Yeah, I'm out.